It's Edmonton's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Mario Taniguzzi coming to you today with Edmonton's podcast, a member of Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen in Edmonton, Alberta, so you can listen, discover, and engage. Today's guest is Catherine Vu, Chief Uptime Officer of Proactive IT Management. Thanks uh, for joining us today, Catherine. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. Tell me just a little bit first uh, about uh, Proactive IT, what it is and what it does. So Proactive IT Management, we are an IT services company that um, provide exceptional customer care through on-demand support. So we help small to medium-sized business from one to a hundred user of computers how to use their technology so that it's a tool to grow their business and be be productive. And um, we literally earned our clients' trust one hour at a time. There's no contract if you don't want to. So it just call us when you need us and we're there when you call. (laughs) Tell me just uh, how did you get involved with this and why? Purely by accident. I graduated from University of Alberta in 1994 major in accounting, but I was not very good at accounting. So I got interviewed with the big two that came in, but I didn't get a job um, offer from them. So 94 was not a good year to be a graduate because there was not very many jobs. So I finally ended up doing marketing for an IT company owned by an accounting firm. And and that's how I kind of got in IT. So I was doing marketing. And I was in the office and watch all these consultants sitting there and I'm thinking there must be a better way. And so I, I, I was there doing that for about three years. And then we, um, they hire a senior uh, salesperson to join our company. And he kind of talked me into starting a company with him. So in 1997, we started out with Proactive Computer Solution and uh, $1,000 in our credit card. And he taught me how to cold call. And that's how proactive computers started and then in 2003 we went our separate ways and um, I created proactive IT management and just start really getting involved in the community and stuff like that. What's the uh, benefits of doing business in Edmonton? Um, Well I love Edmonton. I've been uh, an Edmontonian since 1981 when I came to Canada and um, you could call me an accidental entrepreneur but since i've been doing this since 97 i can't imagine doing anything else but what i love about edmonton is how even though we're a city of a million it's like a small town where you're welcome everybody's approachable and we all help each other and uh and it's very close-knit group, but not clicky, so that you can be part of anything you want to be and however you want to be committed to the, the business community, it gives back to you just as much. Mm-hmm. What are the challenges of doing business in Edmonton? Um, for me, I don't see many challenges. I guess you could say that we're in the shadows. If you're not in an oil and gas business, you're kind of in the shadow of it, but that really haven't affected my 
company at all. I, I, I kind of do my own thing. And uh, there's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of phenomenal businesses here that are kind of quiet and humble. And we just kind of get it done. We just work hard and we just do it. So I don't see it as a challenge. You can see it as a challenge, but uh, I just think that there's just as many opportunities here as any other places. What um, are you most excited about your company these days? So after all these years of being an entrepreneur, I'm finally starting to kind of dump all my stuff because everything's in my head and I run my company by gut a lot, but it's just kind of taking all my knowledge and experience and kind of documented it. So there's a little playbook that we have and we have processes and system and stuff. So it's very grown up business, I guess, because I, I really haven't run my company that way. And uh, so I'm excited that there are systems and processes that we can duplicate and replicate and, and grow so that we can expand. What is your vision for the uh, company in the future? To continue to be a, a, a resort, a trusted resource for business to use technology. I mean, there's so much innovation right now, but there's always going to be a need for computing power. So there's always going to be a need for us, people like my team, to kind of help explain and make technology easier for people to adopt and use and, you know, make their lives easier. What has been the greatest uh, challenge you've faced in, uh, in your business to date? For me, I guess it's when, my, uh, when I separated uh, with my, my, my business partner. We didn't have a unanimous shareholder agreement, so that was a lot of headaches and a lot of costs with lawyer legal fees and stuff like that. So it kind of made me shy to have a partner, but um, I overcame it and came out a lot stronger. So, you know, what doesn't kill you, make you stronger. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> what, um, uh, over your uh, lifetime as, a, as an entrepreneur, what has been the sort of the best piece of advice you've ever received about being a, an entrepreneur? You know, um, in my early days, because I own an IT company, but I'm, I was computer illiterate when I started. So that was always a big kind of mental block for me that I felt like because I didn't know IT that I couldn't really be really good at IT. So I have this complex, inferiority complex when I compare myself with my male peers. And I, and I remember talking to a woman, I can't even remember her name, but I have lots of conversation with people. And she says to me, you know, you are a successful business and you need to stop comparing yourself and continue doing you. And uh, that was very valuable advice because if you compare, you're always going to take the joy out of what you currently have. And, and from then on, I, I really took that advice to heart and just do, do me. Like I just do what makes sense for me, what feels good in my gut and, and make sure that uh, we offer the best service to our clients and put myself in my client's shoes. Mm -hmm. They don't understand IT either. So, (laughs) so as an entrepreneur, you know, it is can and can be quite stressful for any entrepreneur. What kind of things do you do to kind of disconnect from work places you go or things you do that kind of just to recharge? Um, well, I, I, I take regular vacations. I go on a lot of uh, short and long vacations, and I love being fit and, and, and working out and uh, going into a river valley. 
I love running in the morning by myself and just being out in nature. It really calms my mind and uh, to just focus on the beauty that's around me and, and just really, it really relaxes me. And, and actually I get just as much disconnect or recharge from being around happy people and having fun. So there's many things that I do that recharge and, and disconnect and, and all of it, it just kind of give me energy, energy to just continue doing and giving back and be part of the community and building Edmonton. If uh, you weren't doing what you're doing now, uh, any thoughts of what kind of a career or profession you'd be doing? Um, I think I would still be in a business of some sort, since I, I think that's the best thing that fits best for me. It would be nice to be a travel, to lead travel tours and, or ex, and then just expose people to different culture and do different activities to get them out of their comfort zone. Because I'm a uh, by nature, I'm very um, security uh, conscious and I like to do comfortable. I like to do the same thing over. And that's not very good as a business person. So I constantly have to push my, my boundary and my comfort zone. So I think that it would be really cool and neat to have a business that help people do that and, and have fun doing it while you explore different places around the world. Everybody in this day and age seems to have a quote unquote bucket list of something they'd have to do in, in their lifetime. Do you have something there that's on top of your list? Oh, I, 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 every day for me, there's stuff that I do that is a bucket list <laughs> item. Uh, for me, I, I think it's just traveling to more places and, and, and cycle and hike and just explore. So one of, I think, the Maldives or or is an, uh, is on my bucket list. Uh, Turkey, you know, for me, it's a lot of travel because I I find that when I travel, I get to experience stuff that I normally wouldn't in Edmonton. But um, yeah, every day is a bucket list. Like I, two weeks ago, I I did a race car driving, and I really don't like speed that much, but I did it. <laughs> Why did you do it? Because my friend, my girlfriends uh, were doing it, and they're like, "Catherine, but you like to try a new thing." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I guess that's that's you're right." So I did it, and I was not driving very fast, but I got the experience what it's like to be a race car driver for, you know, ten laps. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, uh, what book are you currently reading, by the way? Uh, I'm reading right now "Daring to Lead" with Brene Brown, and. Rachel Hollis, Girl, Wash Your Face. Those are the two books that I have reading. But I, I, I do more podcasts than I do reading. Mm -hmm. I'm constantly on the go and sitting and down and sitting still is, is a challenge. Uh, outside of Edmonton, is there any particular place in the world that, that you um, consider your favorite? Um, you know, I've, I've, I've been lucky to travel many places. But my go-to is the mountains. Like, we are four hours away from magnificent mountains and nature and lakes. And I think that it's kind of underappreciated and taken for granted because we're so close to it. But when I go there, I always meet people from different countries. Like last time we were there from Ireland and Japan and stuff like that. And, and I, I take every opportunity to go to the mountain. I mean, I don't ski. But I do love to hike and just walk the mountain and just being in that environment. So I guess that would be my favorite place. But 
I love Vietnam. We just got back in, in March from a cycling tour there. And I haven't been back since 2008. And it was just an unbelievable experience. The, the people were so humble and friendly. And yeah, it was just amazing. Hmm, interesting. You know, we're kind of creatures of habit as human beings. I'm just wondering if you have a daily routine that you follow uh, like every single day. Uh, so I used to be a night owl, but uh, the last couple of years I've turned into a morning person and I love watching the sunrise and uh, do my reflection and gratitude. And then I do a workout and then I listen to some podcasts and I just kind of putter from anywhere from 5.30 to 8 o'clock. I just putter and just kind of just be grateful for the day and just, you know, the opportunity to get up and, and do it all over again. So that's my been my routine. And you, I must say, I really love it because the weather is really beautiful in the morning. Yeah. It's under shower and really bad in the afternoon, but the morning is always really beautiful. So mm -hmm. I really love just getting my workout in and then I don't have to worry about it. And uh, I create a lot of energy for the day. I'm going to ask you a uh, kind of a different question here. Now, you mentioned the mountains uh, and, and what you like, but picture this instead. Like, we're going to drop you off at a small, beautiful, tropical island in the middle of the ocean. The island's only going to have one phone booth, and there's going to be no technology there whatsoever, no internet. We're going to drop you off. We're going to give you a chance to spend time there, but at any time, you can make a phone call, and we'll come pick you up. So a couple of things, uh, how long do you think it would take you before you make that phone call? And what do you think you'd do while you were there? Oh, you know, uh, so do I get to bring a camera? Is that technology or? Sure, that's technology, yeah. That's <laughs> but, technology, but then so you I can't bring have it. a camera because I love taking pictures. Uh -huh. So um, I guess if you asked me this a few years ago, I would say I probably last a day because I'm, I'm not very good of just being by myself doing nothing. Like I, I feel like I need to do something, but I've really grown to enjoy spending time with myself only and not just other people. Cause I do love to be around other people. And so I think I could probably last a week and just explore the Island hiking and seeing being in nature and an Island. As long as there's no huge bugs, I, I don't really like bugs very much. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's no bugs and there's some good accommodation because I don't know if I like roughing it that much, but I can handle it and I probably probably could last a week now and uh, really enjoy that time of solitude and being in nature, which feeds my soul. So I'm pretty sure I could handle it now. Okay, then. Is there anything you'd like to add, uh, Catherine, before you leave us today? Well, thank you for this opportunity uh, to talk with you. I would add that if you want to be to run a business in Edmonton, I would say just go for it. Do something. Start. There's no such thing as a perfect plan. So just start and you never know where you get. But the main thing that I think that has really helped me grow my business and, and, uh, and be successful is is the network of people that I surround myself with. And Edmonton is phenomenal for that. So if, if they want to start building a, a network and just get to know people, 
then they really would enjoy the city a lot more and they would be able to grow their business a lot faster and better. Okay, thanks, uh, Catherine, for being our guest on Edmonton's podcast today. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Edmonton's podcast on Canada's podcast network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes. And then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Canada's Podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.